we're doing. This is Tom, the head at Heads on Sticks. Uh, thanks a lot for checking out my the head, the thirteenth episode of Heads on Sticks chats. Um, maybe the last for the year. Uh, so started in March with Arch Femesis, uh, and had some great guests along the way. Uh, uh, Arch Femesis, uh, Lule Mental Butter, um, Keelan, um, and Reckless Randy. Am I thinking anybody else? Apologies if I am. Oh, and Vildes. Yeah. Um, so it's been a great bunch. Uh, so, uh, and uh, definitely uh, want to do some many, many more um, starting from next year. Uh, and just before I let you know about the 13th uh, guest, well, you already know because you clicked on the link, but um, as always, uh, if you like, if, if you do like the podcast uh, and you like, you know, if you like what I do, uh, do give it a... Um, do give it a like or give it a five star review um, on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or, or whatever uh, and if you've been really generous um, give us a review it does it really does help a uh, written review um, it does it just pushes up to pushes head you know heads on six chats to the, you know whatever put the charts or whatever and um, it does really help for to spread the show around uh, so yeah a written review or a, or a or a five star review on Spotify or uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts uh, is great. So, my 13th guest is a uh, German Aussie kind of experimental. Could you call it industrial? Well, it's an absolute vomit omelette of all kinds of disparate genres all kind of fused together in a, in a uh, gross mulch. And it's absolutely brilliant, but there, yeah, um, concentration. Uh, a, as I say, a German Aussie trio com com comprised of uh, Matt Sativa, uh, Zachariah Kumpfermink, and uh, Thrush. Um, Thrush being German, the others the Aussies. And how do I describe them? Well, yeah, vomit omelette, really fried. Um, not eating for a few days, uh, and then you kind of, you know got back to it after four or five days out in the sun perhaps or left left on the hob it's just um viscous kind of industrial smut and uh smut i believe is the genre uh that well, uh, they sort of self-describe themselves as uh kind of lots of like queasy jazz and it's kind of um yeah industrial post-punk jazz a lot of transgression um all just kind of congealed in a in a kind of putrid but brilliant um, net mulch of of um, styles, it, unclassified, unclassifiable really, um, <clears throat> and they kind of explore uh, you know a lot. There's quite it's quite neurotic. There's a lot of kind of sort of playful, subversive um, kind of. Examinations of, of masculinity and a kind of machismo, uh, lots of kind of gnawing um, sexual anxiety and kind of, um, kind of sort of identity confusion. A really, really, a real kind of psychosexual trip, uh, and that with a real savage humour to it as well. There's a, you know, there's a real, um, at times almost laugh out loud funny actually uh, concentration. Um, uh, so it's a nervous laughter often. You know, songs like Circumcision on their second um, on their second uh, release uh, really 
not even dark humour. It's it is just genuinely quite funny at times as well, but not in a way that makes them a joke band. Yeah, um, brilliant stuff. Uh, and I can't. Re I mean, I can't remember quite when I first heard them, but I know that it must have been through Avon Terror Call. Uh, but it was it was I'm not what I was. That was that that was the first release that I was um, aware of. I didn't listen to uh, Premature their, their their debut till a bit later. Um, but uh, I mean, it really did. It really threw me. Uh, the, the opening track, Circumcision. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating when I say this. This is not. This is not hyperbole. This is not um, something I'm saying. You know, for the for the benefit of the podcast. You know, I I genuinely stopped what I was doing. It was just. It tore my head off. It it just tore my head off. Um, I was fascinated by it. I thought I. It felt like. Um, uh, Zach's s skull had been opened up and uh, an incision had been made into his brain and it was just you know all all the kind of um, his in the, the inner knots and tangles of his psyche was just um, uh, exposed in, in all its horrible nervous kind of uh, uh, detail um, just just brilliant the music was um, just um, amorphous and, and, and shape-shifting and uh, intense and uh, an absolute layers upon layers of, of um, slithering noise just, just incredible really incredible and uh, I was gutted I missed them because I I was living in Bristol at the time, and they were, and they were playing. Um, I forget where it was. Uh, was it Strange Brew? Was that out then, or maybe the Old England, perhaps? Um, and I was dead keen for a ticket, but then uh, COVID happened. COVID. So yeah, so um, never got to see him. Never got to see him. Really gutted. Uh, but hopefully I will soon. Hopefully they'll uh, play London, or I might take a trip to Bristol to see him. Uh, I'd love to see a uh, concentration. Uh, and they got a new album out. They got a new album out. So it's a double album opus uh, called um, "Aren't You Going to Introduce Me to Your Friend?" And it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. One of my favourite releases of the year. Um, it will definitely be in the um, official Heads and Sticks roundup at the end of the year, as in my annual tradition. Um, yeah, uh, extraordinary uh, new album and kind of. Uh, masterful sculpting of kind of um, it, you know, there's a lot going on it's very hectic but they seem to make it all tangible they seem to anchor it somehow just you know despite it kind of being this kind of stagnant slot of all kinds of you know industrial sort of noise and sort of electronic punk and kind of avant jazz murk you know it, it is extraordinary um, but anyway enough of my yakking uh yeah, I'm really looking forward to chatting to these guys. I can't wait. Um, whenever I do these intros, I really, I, I genuinely am um, in anticipation of talking to them. I always record them before I've actually spoke to them. So uh, I've got about 10 minutes yet until they come on. So uh, yeah, so I am looking forward to chatting to um, Thrush, Matt and Zach from Concentration. So uh, yep, Hesel 6 Chats, 13th episode. All right, with Concentration, take it away.
time and uh, arranging a complicated time zone uh, dealio uh, for me. I, I much appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was yeah. I just got to say to to those to those listening, I was just commenting Zach on his incredible uh, incredible Hulk uh, mug that he's currently with his name on it. Yeah, it's got my own name on it. I got it as a kid, and it still still works as good as the day I bought it. You can put any <laughs> liquid in this shit, and it'll yeah. Oh, it's drinkable. It's any liquid. Yeah. We're actually in Zach's family home right now. Yeah, it's pretty fucking grim. I'm, <laughs> uh, I've been in. I'm living in Amsterdam, but I've just come back for the summer. Yeah, and, and um, immediately revert to your childhood. Yeah, so I've told my mom like three times she's not allowed to walk in. But um, she'll walk in. She'll if, walk in. If, if an elderly woman starts to kind of mumble, yeah. uh, it's either the thrush or. <laughs> uh, she's she's got great insights on our band. Actually, she could probably speak. She's to probably the one you want to yeah. talk to. To be honest, absolutely. Um, but it's also the reason I'm in a room covered in, uh, you know, teenage girl shit like Strokes posters. And, mm. Yeah, this is your room, um, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. He's saying it's his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we have a policy. We only do concentration interviews from teenage girls' bedrooms. <laughs> we signed a weird contract early on. And- Absolutely, yeah. That was a Time Warner thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I listen to concentration, I do think to myself, that guy's got a Strokes poster in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to fuck with the. Ch- Sorry, I'm eating because we've just got out of bed. Mate, you eat, yes, man. Very rude, funny. Very rude. Sorry, I'm just, I'm very, I'm in all sorts, you know, because of the time difference. Um, I kind of fuck with the strokes, actually. Yeah. yeah. And the first ones are right. And that's first, the first one's great. Yeah, I was kind of bang. Everyone piled on the strokes, but you know, we're we're still waving that flag. I you know. What? I think they were good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I uh, in in the the whole indie thing kind of passed me by a bit. I was never that into it. Um, I think it's a mostly dog shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's with there's, a few gems. There's some gems. Shit. There's some gems. I think yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, but I'll listen to fucking anything. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand. I think they're they're a band that I kind of, I kind of uh, recently warmed to much much later in life. I, I think at the time I remember thinking I, I didn't give a shit, but I actually quite like Franz Ferdinand now. Absolutely. I think I I like rate any band where the frontman halfway through a set pulls out an asthma puffer and just has a go. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just like Scottish people. Yeah, I'm pro Scots. Yeah. Nice. Um, Okay, I've I've lost my train of thought. that'll happen that'll happen with these two (laughs) the state of my last eight years of my life got it (laughs) I thought we were just going to be talking about Scottish people for the next 45 minutes I came here for you can hear do you want to hear hear our impressions of Scottish people you have a pretty good Scottish accent for an Australian I actually really do I I don't know if you want to is is this off topic Tom or (laughs) oh mate it's it's all it's all good you you go ahead yeah Well, if it isn't Humpty Dumpty sitting around like some clueless egg cunt. That's <laughs> bad for an Australian. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, I reckon it's all right. I can't do, I can't do one for shit. That's not bad. What's, the, what's, what's the line from? It's from, uh, it's, it's from In the Loop. I think, you know, In the oh, Loop? My, it's my, like my, uh, my. the thick of it. Yeah. Uh, the kind of music mm. Yeah. It, uh, do you know what? Every time someone says to me, have you seen it? I always feel like a massive ignoramus when I say I haven't, but I haven't. <laughs> well, hit it up, man. No, I, I will do, up. yeah. I know it's supposed to be like absolutely brilliant. Yeah.
due to play Melbourne for the first time in four years. Uh, how's yeah. that feel, guys? Fucking good, huh? Real good. Yeah. 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 We're back. We're back. It's been, yeah, it was pretty, a few brutal setbacks. I feel like, you know, we had these tiny, tiny little windows in the extra long Melbourne lockdowns where we could, for about 48 hours, play a gig uh, before going into, plunging into lockdown again. Yeah. But every one of those windows closed just at the precipice when we're about to play the gig. Yeah, so we've had like three, sh- three, our last like three shows here get canned. Yeah. Like just before they code up. So yeah. not to mention all the other Europe gigs that got canned before that. Yeah. We all live in different countries. So it's just like, we're fucking, it's a very, it's hard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hard to manage the band and sort anything out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we haven't played here in fucking a very long time. Yeah. And there was a time when this was the only place we'd played for a very long time. We couldn't get it fucking because there's not really, I don't know, if there's anyone else in the whole country that has any interest in watching us. I've not discovered them yet. <laughs> Maybe now there is. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a couple of people. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But so it'll be interesting to play it because I feel like back in the day, you know, for a long time, the only people watching us were our friends and they weren't particularly enjoying it either. They would just come along. They're more friends, Ferdinand heads. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, some of them probably did. Yeah. But a lot of them did. We had a lot of people that did not want to be watching our band, uh, coming out and watching our band a lot uh, just to be nice, um, who I think is still probably shocked that now we're playing to people that um, – um, want, that want to watch the band yeah. <laughs> they don't even know us yeah. <laughs> they just have heard us and want to come watch us yeah. so it'll, it'll be weird to come back and play in front of all them it's like a, ah mm. we've mm. got we got we got fans we, now yeah. we don't need you we've got merch but that remains to be seen yeah <laughs> we have any, I don't know if we have any here huh? yes yeah. <laughs> we'll find out if we have uh, no, that's about Melbourne at all yeah yeah, well, I think it's gonna be fucking great. And we got the Ice Man, who's the sax player playing with us, which we haven't played with him in four years either. So that's gonna be beautiful. Because oh, nice. fucking... uh, quite, quite right an there. essential component of the con- of the concentration sound. His uh, yeah, I reckon. Well, I've been doing a pretty bang up job on the old uh, like the really shitty trashy horns on my uh, on my chest. <laughs> well, without him in Europe, so we'll see if he can keep compete up. with the uh, synthetic horns. Yeah, my synth horns have been absolutely slain, so he can fuck right off. To be honest, <laughs> he's he's obsolete. So, yeah, it's that kind of yeah. I don't know why they ever had full saxophones. If you ask me, man. Yeah, <laughs> brass is dead. I uh, I, mean, I I remember when you guys were playing because I was living in Bristol when your second uh, album came out and um, yeah, again I, I was one of them. I, I I was like well up for it. I remember seeing I think was it Strange Brew or the Old England? You were playing one of those, the one that got canned. I think yeah. that was Strange Brew or Exchange. I thought it was at some of the Cube. Oh yeah, we were on oh, the, the cube. cube. The Cube. Yeah, the Cube. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah. Down show. Mm. But I, I remember, I remember that gig in particular. I remember that being like that was the first of the of the kind of of the exodus where nothing was happening. But I remember your your that gig was the first of the kind of domino, the domino yeah. effect where nobody was playing. Um, it was like the that. day of lockdown. Yeah, I remember because we were meant to play in Italy like three days before that, and then that right. went down. Went, oh, well, we could still play the UK back when Italy was the only place with COVID. Mm-hmm. And by like three days later, fucking UK went down. Yeah, it was It was kind of like, it was still at that stage of like, 
we thought we might still be playing it like one week beforehand. We're like, oh, yeah, this thing will all blow over, yeah. you know. And then we had to, we were meant to do an interview with the quietest. And we we're like, oh, well, we can at least go and do the interview. Yeah. And then it was like, no, you're not even allowed to fucking move. It was just like every day, it was like each day, we're like, well, we'll still do this fucking yeah. Yeah. It was It was more like the social pressure back then where everyone on Facebook is being like, you are irresponsible if you host or go to a gig. And then you're like, nah, I know you never wanted to leave the house anyways. You know, there's always your most antisocial friends. Um, there you go. Here's Matt's hot COVID takes. <laughs> no, but they were completely right and completely mutated. Yeah, you tell them, Matt. You tell them, Matt. Yeah. yeah, fuck people getting scared about the uh, disease that could kill them. They were 100% correct. Yeah. Well, look, to be to, to, to be fair to Matt, to you, Matt, I, I do remember <laughs> there was a kind of a a, a, a small strain of mis- misanthrope who just seemed to enjoy har- haranguing anybody for doing anything uh, yeah. in that in that time. Yeah, I, I do remember. Uh, so I can imagine in Bristol it would have been less than a small strain misanthrope. That's mm. oh, kind of the national identity. Well, yeah, <laughs> love those misanthropes. Yeah, we do love them. Can't get, yeah. can't get enough of them. As I understand it, uh, concentration uh, had a life of sorts before uh, you joined Thrush. Yeah, true. I wouldn't know about it. <laughs> memory wipe but um uh i just i, I know that a, not a lot of it's um about you know because i know there was a uh i might be i might not be pronouncing it right but uh veen veena ep oh yeah. yeah how's the fucking how's the fucking research is that even on discord is that right? that's not yeah that's yeah that's yeah. off discord that's bootleg yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Veena, that's what we yeah, that's the yeah. Oh, you can just call. It, I think we just called it Vienna, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's Wien is how it's spelled in Vienna. Ah, uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, so I was just to ask you, you know, because that, you know, I guess, I guess you, you can, that's an embryonic stage in concentration, and the fact that you can't really hear that EP suggests to me that it really started with premature, right? Yeah. The that album wow. and with. And with you joining Thrush, I was just going to ask you what what's your recollections on that early period? What do you think about that? What's your relationship with it? What do you how do you feel when you look back on you know when you cast your mind back to that moment in Concentration's genesis? I actually listened to it really recently. Mm. I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, what's that shit sound like? Because I think the reason you can't get it, you're right. Is we must have taken it off the internet at some point because we would have been embarrassed by it. I think you probably still can hear it on SoundCloud. Maybe I can't, I can't find it. You can't find it. Oh, I tried to find it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. You can yeah. tell me. Actually, the best thing we made for that we didn't even put on it because we thought, oh, this is too cooked. We can't put this on that. Yeah. And I actually reckon it's fucking it's bonkers. Um, it's I don't know what I think about that. It's I can't tell. It's more, it's probably terrible, but. It's kind of good. Spirited, I would say. <laughs> it's really, uh, we were really trying to be like the best band. In the, like we were truly trying to like, uh, you know, make like the best music that anyone had ever made. But like yeah. we didn't know how to make music. Yeah, so that was key. It's very, uh, it's really like, it's, it's very. <laughs> that's, that's your first hurdle right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, like metal. metal. 
And I'd just started making beats, and I'd never sung a fucking thing in my life. So my mm. voice was dog shit. Mm. Matt's beats were pretty rudimentary, I guess. But so we were trying to make something really, you know, next yeah. level. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, we thought we were like Otecker or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without any of the experience, basically. Yeah. And I was really, it was like 2014, and I had this real beef that I thought that I was living, we'd just gotten to Europe and we're watching all this kind of experimental music, and everyone was really fucking, it's still a bit like that, but it's gotten way better. Uh, but people were very cool all the time, you know, like everyone was kind of very, like just getting up and not really saying anything. Uh, all the vocals are really like, you know, it was kind of that era of everyone just sounding like they're really smacked out all the time. Uh, and I kind of didn't get it because I thought like all the people that people liked, like all the fucking heroes, like, I don't know, Alan Baker or Throbbing Gristle or fucking all your kind of fucking Marky Smith or all your touchstones with these huge characters. But everyone that was making music just seemed like they were fucking like it barely stood up. Like it was really uncool to like be, you know, at all emotive. You know what? I I do remember that actually. I do remember that culture and that kind of um uh sort of this sort of strange way of carrying yourself and an aesthetic. Uh, yeah. I, I think you still see it in in sometimes in radio culture a little bit now. Certain certain residents where it's all it's all keep it locked. And and kind of yeah. you know, sort of pretending like, pretending like you're above it or like it doesn't really matter. And actually, it's really fun to do a radio show. It's really exciting. Enjoy it. And uh, well, do, do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Out to whoever, out to whatever. Yeah, and just uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think especially like playing shows. Like to me, that's just like that's just stage fright. Like yeah. it's actually really hard when you're up there to fucking do anything. Mm. but you kind of like and it's just boring fucking shows i mean you you've all seen this like just always there's a lot of really good fucking experimental electronic music but a lot of it really fucking sucks live because it's just fucking boring like because they're not they don't it's, it's like if they any acknowledgement of this of the fact that they're on a stage would be some sort of like fucking insult to the to the work to the severity of the contribution. The music speaks for itself. Yeah, they don't want to fucking, oh, God. You know, but, I don't want to yeah, say But that is the big thing. Like, if the music speaks for itself, then don't go on the stage. Then play. Yeah, get off my thing. <laughs> but if you're on a stage, then do, like, give me a show. You know? Otherwise, play the music. I get it, like people don't, you know, you don't have to fucking do a show if you can't, if you can't perform, you can't perform. And that's why we've got all these fucking AV shows and shit. And I guess that's people that don't want to like, you know, dump around fucking finding something to show us. And that's all great too. But it just definitely felt for a while like you couldn't find a fucking show anywhere. Like there was a lot of good music and all of it felt really boring to go watch. Uh I guess we would, I don't know. I didn't, I really didn't want to be that. Yeah. I really didn't want to be boring. And I think that was like the one shtick at the beginning was like, which is probably still the shtick, which is like, it doesn't really matter if people like it or hate it. God knows a lot of people fucking hate it and find it very obnoxious. Mm. Uh, I don't want to be fucking boring. Mm. In the words of our good friend, uh, I'd rather be scared than bored. Yeah. Oh. That buddy Eddie <laughs> said that when he bought, um, 
this is a yeah there was some real bad ecstasy going at a music festival i think it probably had 2cb or something in it and people were like freaking the fuck out like people had real bad trips when they were trying to be having a nice night the next day they were just like trying to get rid of these bad everyone was trying to get rid of these bad pills now, giving them away our buddy eddie was just like fucking buying them up like just buying <laughs> them up and they're like eddie those are like the fucking bad pills man everyone's fucking having bad trips freaking the fuck out they all think they're gonna die and eddie said i'd rather be scared than bored and i think <laughs> that's um that's a manifesto yeah that's something to live your life by i think absolutely i might have that like um live love laugh on my on my on my uh front room yeah it's a bit good. Yeah, it's good for Airbnbs, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, how did you uh, how did you cross paths then, the three of you? Oh, oh, oh. we actually recently were at this at this spot again. We ran into each other in the streets of Budapest, just traveling, and mm. um, then we hooked up later on. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like musically, or <laughs> well, all right. Now, somewhere around, somewhere in this time, Matthew kind of didn't make it into the, um, you know, sexual equation, but he was always well, we, in the we relationship. Not out of the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> but otherwise, it's but otherwise, <laughs> it's all equal. And and then, kind of, you know, we were dating Zach and I, and I was visiting um, Australia, and they were having a show, and Zach had asked me to record for Forgiveness, the only track I'm on in Premature, and so he was like, "Oh, Nora, you'll be there for the gig. You have to perform it," and I was zero invested, so I therefore had no, you know, no interest of being in any way good or I had no ego in having doing a great performance or I didn't give a shit I didn't even know anyone in Melbourne and that just allowed me to have heaps of fun in the show because I wasn't worried or scared and then I realized it's extremely fun to be with the two boys and um hasn't stopped in eight years it was a terrible now show. I'm very invested and I want to do my job very well which is not as um Helpful as in the beginning. <laughs> the show was a fucking disaster. We're playing this joint called the Old Bar, which is kind of good for punk bands, but mm. we just always sounded like shit there. Mm. We really sounded like dog shit, but it was the only place that would book us. Mm. So we just had to keep playing in this place where we just sounded fucking awful every time. Yeah. I feel like it was really late at night and everyone wanted to go home. Mm. And, I think uh, it was also during the week and everyone like yeah, was, yeah. was only our friends and they were like, Come on, we need to work tomorrow. Get you your, go to work. your stuff. And... Sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> came on and it was, uh, oh, fuck. I mean, Thrush came on. And, uh, oh, wow. Well, I didn't know. Um, bleep that out. Yeah, yeah. we'll do. It was, she ripped the roof off. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe we can just fucking, we've been playing in the band a few years. We are like, maybe we can just fucking ride her to the, maybe we can ride her to the top. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely <laughs> fuck knows if no one gives a shit about us. Maybe, maybe we can. Yeah, there's something here. There was there was a very abrupt in- improvement in the sets that yeah. very much warranted uh, further investment. So and investigation. Yeah, you could see stars in our eyes. Yeah, stadium lights and dollar signs as well. Dollar signs, New York City, Las Vegas. Waiting for that money. I was I was thinking I could like 
get my way to fame here, but now yeah. the music we're making, I think we could still do like a really commercial record, something yeah. super commercial, money, money, mm. money, fame, all of that. Yeah, we're gonna get really the next ones. We're gonna get really famous. You heard anything from us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get rich on the next one. This is a we always say yeah. though after every record or everything we do, we say, "Okay, the next one will be more accessible," <laughs> and it's never. Yeah. yeah. I I can imagine some kind of long suffering agent who's just trying to push you in a commercial direction. <laughs> maybe that's all we we don't have an agent so maybe that's what we need <laughs> yeah, do you want to be our agent we'll yeah <laughs> um that's that's interesting uh thrush that, that you uh because because i i, I kind of had this idea that you know you might have had a background in performance art or you know uh fine art or but you you genuinely you brought a kind of naivety to it is that right it's just some chick from the street i mean some chick from the what? Straight. I uh, literally met her, this, met her on a street corner at two in the morning at Budapest. I was drunk and I accosted her. If you want to know how we know each other. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Charmingly. Charming, though. That's romantic. Yeah. 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 I mean, I did have, um, I do have a background in performing, but more like more in a theater kind of aspect, which mm. now. Um, I think translates a little bit and comes back to it, but um, I still I, I can't compare it to this thing because I still don't know. I still don't think that I'm making music, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to break it to you, Nora. You're making music. You got yeah. yeah. to, yeah. Keep trying to tell. That's an endorsement. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's it's weird. I'm just thinking about it now, but I, I feel like um I don't know. Mm. What do you think you're making? Yeah, that's what I'm just thinking to myself. I was also thinking about the, the lyrics and stuff. I'm also I also never think that I write lyrics. Yeah, I was gonna ask you what what is the lyrical process? Because for me, whenever I listen to uh your work I, to me, the songs feel like they've been. It kind of feels like you put your fingers down your throat and just kind of regurgitated up uh, <laughs> subject matter and, and lyrics, and and there they are in a horrible mess. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I, I almost. I, I scarcely believe that they were actually written. Like they actually had a pen and paper, and you actually sort of putting some words down. They kind of feel spewed up. I, I just kind of. I was going to ask you what is, what is the um, what is the lyrical process in concentration. Uh, how do you do that? What is the songwriting? What is the songwriting process? Yeah, we need to, I think we truly need to split that between um, Zach and I, because I was thinking about this lately and I thought, Zach, you have a, like, um, your words are your words. Like they are words and they're meant to be words and you're saying something and it's on this frontal cortex like the mm. th w like level as well, right? You can yeah, understand. Words, words, words. That's always been one of my biggest. <laughs> Sounds bad to you. <laughs> yeah, most of them. Most of the words, are the words. Yeah. No, yeah. my words are no are no words. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing words. I thought um, it was just German. <laughs> what are you saying, Matt? Oh, I thought it was just German. 
Oh yeah, that's just German. No, but um, I think I try to say the words like what, well, like you say. I kind of throw something up in the hope that afterwards I'm understanding something from it, and I know that it worked. If Matthew, who I will record for him something, and he doesn't understand the words right he's done like two little duolingo courses and can order beer in german but he won't understand what i'm saying but when he cuts up my words and i hear it back and i understand something new i know it's it's working out so it's kind of like a i hope for it to be very non-verbal and very like very throwing up something really disgusting from my throat we do like there's stuff where we don't even know what you've said and we put it out and I think fuck we probably should have asked Dash what that means mm. before we fucking put this out because she might have said something fucked up, huh? Yeah. And I mean like <laughs> and basically, you know, I don't I'm not really a lyrics guy anyway, so I just go with the vibe. And she fortunately she's Funny very vibey vocalist. So I just tap into where the vibe's at. Yeah, I kinda hate writing lyrics. So if you're so like good at it. I don't like sitting down and doing the shit. So it's funny. So, I mean, stuff like, so something like circumcision or whatever, like, I mean, that is basically just yelled out. Like back when we could still play shows, a lot of that stuff I don't think ever was written down. I think you're probably right. I think we would just bang out beats and I would just mm. run my mouth off. Yeah, maybe we'd record it. You'd kind of, you know, we'd just go back, pick up some phrases. I'm sure circumcision never got written down. So most of that stuff never got written down. And then on the new one, I had to write shit down because we couldn't play live. So it's not like we don't we weren't really jamming. I mean, a lot mm. of the new one was made in a in a fucking box during COVID. Mm. There was no we didn't actually get to sit there. But Zach, you got that thing. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. But don't do it again. I'll never do it again. <laughs> you got that thing where you will run on a melody and you will you will go like you know, da 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 da, and then you will write the lyric for it, and I hear it, and I'm like, "How can it be that you will that the lyric comes second for this melody because the lyric seems so perfect, mm. and you know, you always you always go with the melody first, and then you follow up with the lyrics." Yeah, well, I guess that kind of dictates it a bit because it's got to be like, what's the words that it sound good over that, you know? Mm. I think that's kind of right. I think it's the vibe on there. I remember after I fucking died of worms, I'm sorry, diet of worms, I had to, it's a reference to something. What is that thing, Matt? Uh, it was like the prosecution of Martin Luther, wasn't it? The prosecution of Martin Luther. Mm, it's a very heady diet uh, of reference. Worms. You can Wikipedia that. It's mm -hmm. a real event. No, none of the critics brought that up. There's a lot of there's so many there's so many fucking ways to this band that people just don't even fucking say. It's all um no. When I wrote that, I had to I don't know. That's that was sort of the sort of thing traditionally I would have just ranted about, but that I had to write it down. And that was kind of I was like, oh, I gotta sit down and write it because we don't have live shows anymore, so I can't mm. show my mouth up. But even that, I think I banged it out in like three minutes and then was like, all right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it is a kind of a uh, yeah. vomiting or an ejaculation of sorts in that you pretty much just 
nail it all then and there yeah. and, and don't go back. And I forget. think some people, the lyrics aren't very good because they're just because of that, because they just sound like we haven't put any effort in. But, yeah, I really don't like writing lyrics on my part. So I think that's why they have to be like that. They're mm. just very straight. I don't get the sense that the, there's much drafting. Yeah, the minute I'm like sitting down and working on something, I get a bit agitated. Mm. It's too much room for reflection and self-doubt and poetry. I mean, Matt's good at that. Matt's actually really good at writing and putting things together. And he's written one or two lyrics across the band every now and then. I think I mustered a full sentence at one point. Yeah, you got one. You got a couple of sentences. Yeah. In okay, so we're officially saying here that Matt is the songwriter of the band. <laughs> That's canon, yeah. He wrote his own little rant yeah. at the top of Spiderfucker. You can hear that. You can hear oh, Matt yeah. doing his own little shtick at the top of Spiderfucker. Yep, yep. That's. I thought that was there. That was the secret. Yeah. yeah. You had another one in Spiderfucker, didn't you? Because I couldn't come up with a fucking line. I was yeah. like, what should I say here? Some shit about getting. I could get hard for a government type or something. Yeah, I could get hard for a government type. I think you're right. Clever. That. that is very clever. I think that stuff. was yours, wasn't it? Um, the rest of it was mine. My I, word. I, yeah. We're very territorial in the band. We're very territorial. <laughs> We've got a very complicated um, copyright uh, thing set up where we only get royalties specifically for the amount of the uh, track that you did. Yeah. So <laughs> the exact percentages. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have been flying in those royalties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're raking it in. It's really funny, actually, we get because we get these fucking. I'm sure every fucking. I assume every fucking band on earth must get these because we're getting them, and fuck knows how we're getting them. And I don't know where these fucking like can't even fucking learn that we exist. Mm. But just like our email just floods with like these sort of like fucking, you know, auto generated like, hey, this is Alina. Like, uh -huh. really love like your work. We would love to put it on our playlist over here at wherever the fuck like. Fuckface.co.uk. We've got access to like Spotify playlists that have millions of listens. And we think that circumcision would be perfect for our new like hits of the summer playlist. And then we get this shit all the time. It's like, we think that fucking I don't want to kill a Jew anymore could be great for our poppin' beats playlist. Please reply and we can get it. It's like next to like Dua Lipa and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think I think Spotify top ten definitely. Uh, yeah, circumcision. It's yeah. So Even the fucking word, you like you just think. Yeah, I guess that totally. We sometimes reply, you know, lovingly. <laughs> well, that was a big problem at the beginning. Was like Thrush used to. She was really oh, well. It's, it's a big problem with anyone talking to us, isn't it? Yeah. You gotta be careful if you email us. Thrush would just send back these fucking emails, just rinsing people and be like, <laughs> like they're auto-generated. Like, I don't know. There's one guy, there's one guy you really rinsed, and he responded being like, Whoa, wow. Well, what? I have some anger issues, and I think um maybe that's also <laughs> a German thing. We consider it very helpful to get rid of your aggressions in interactions that don't matter in your life. So, for example, you might hear that Germans are very rude, right? So on the street, for example, when we run into each other, we will go like, you motherfucker, like, no, you shut the fuck up, watch where you're going. And so we have had a fight with a stranger, both could get rid of their aggressions and we come home and we can be a loving family member because our aggressions are already gone. And so I use these emails as a venting 
a moment for myself. So I could be like, yeah, sure, blah, 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 blah. Have you even read the lyrics? Like, it's all about coming and the law, you know? Yeah. yeah. She writes it's all about coming quite a lot. Mm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's her line or catchphrase. Yeah, subject, it's all about coming. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Did you guys read? I I actually sent one yesterday. Did you read that already about yeah. the the um, T-shirt? You haven't? Okay, should I read it? But I I don't want you guys to judge it. Oh, was that you sent that screenshot? I was asleep. Yes. Okay, I'll read it. So oh, this T-shirt, this oh, fashion. Is the broader public here? <laughs> yes. I guess we can bleep it if it's inappropriate. Yeah. So it's about uh, our band, really. Uh, they're enjoying uh, really the style of our band and they want to cooperate with their t shirt brand. And then and they were sending it to Thin Visitor, which is like a label we set up to, to um, publish our first record, or however you say this in English. And then Peter was writing me and I messaged Peter. Hey, Peter, do you also have styles for really thin people? I'm ultra thin to an extent that I sometimes fit my whole torso into the sleeve of someone else's shirt. So before I become a regular visitor of your page, I must know if it's thin enough or not. Warm regards, thinny. But Peter, <laughs> Peter has never replied. <laughs> And, you know, I think it's rude to just email people that haven't asked for it. For us as our uh, head of communications, as you can yeah. tell. Yeah. That's why we're doing so well. Are you eating a yeah, uh, banana, Zach? Zach? What was that? Yeah, I'm eating bananas because I just woke up. Yes. Hey, what, time is, what time is it in Oz right now? Uh, it's 8 a.m. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, sorry, it's not guys. That early. It's not, it's that, not that early. early. It's not an unreasonable time to be awake. I I woke up at five thirty, so I could be here to do this oh. with my man Zach, right. and I'm banging on the door until seven thirty in the morning. Like, what's going on, buddy? Oh, sorry. I, I had this idea that it'd be like ten a.m. Sorry about that, guys. You know it's a good no. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good. Time. I just don't sleep. You know, I got can't right. fucking sleep. I don't sleep at all. I went to bed at a reasonable time. Yeah. You I took my mom to the crowded house last night. Cute. Uh, she had no interest. <laughs> did, did, she, did, <laughs> wait, did she have a heart there? Yeah, she didn't enjoy it. My, oh, mom's a, my mom's a massive crowded house fan. I should have taken your mum. Respect. <laughs> Does she like the song Four Seasons in a Day? I don't even like that song. Uh, oh, so when I was growing up, yeah, my mum, uh, Neil Finn and Crowded House, like, that, that that's like a major soundtrack to my childhood, and wow. she had all the albums. She loved it. I saw I saw Crowded House actually once. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a little soft spot for Crowded House. I, oh, I, man. I have a bad thing to say about them. Yeah, I mean they're pretty. Yeah, I mean that that twee is fucking. They the you know they 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 seem like boring men, mm. but they. Uh, there's nothing there's wrong about that. Nothing wrong with being a boring man. Yeah. Absolutely. Particularly if you write a song like Weather With You, man. Gosh. Yeah, they played it. They played it. Although, the, you know, it's it a lot of hits, man. The verse anyway, is a lot better than the chorus. I agree. But I didn't sleep anyway because I was too buzzed from the crowded house show. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody in that room slept last night. Oh, Let me man. tell you. <laughs> but who uh, opened for them again? Cat Power opened. That yeah. was fucking boring, man. She was boring. <laughs> 
Really? Uh, hmm. Oh, I really love you. Did she play like when she go into the category yeah. of like middle-aged woman you find kind of hot? She's hot for sure, but uh, I found music for her. <laughs> Review have qualifications in psychology simply simply because um okay the thrush is fluttering her eyelash eyelashes waiting for a moment yeah. um, yes i've got my moment coming i can tell yeah well of, of, i mean the subject matter there's a lot of like um you know psychosexual stuff and kind of neuroses and uh the well, i believe it you can't heal these two boys, I'm telling you. That's why I'm, you know, I've moved to performance art now because these two pff, issues over issues. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but yeah, sorry. Go on with your question. Go on with your question. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was just going to ask, you know, uh, considering the subject matter uh, and, you know, the kind of the way you delve into like the, the sort of, tangled psyche you know of, of sex and people and whatever you know and uh yeah yeah i was just gonna ask you know is there like a do you have like a qualification or in psychology or uh, any kind of ac academic background you know yeah i mean i am a psychologist and i work currently in a clinic for addiction and um borderline personality disorder mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm training to be a I don't know if in English you say depth psychologist or psycho um, like in the psychoanalytical tradition. What? And um, I feel like this project or the band is something where I will at the end of my life will look back when I'm like really bored and nothing's going on anymore, and then I will look at this the dynamics between us and the stuff that everyone has said and written and done. I will psychoanalyze it then, but right now I'm too deep in it to, you know, like I'm definitely not at all um, putting my psychology glasses on because it's so highly psychological. Mm. It's, mm. yeah. Mm. You know, she's the psycho and I'm the sexual, you know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> I'm the producer. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sex expert. I got a degree in uh, sex. I work at a sex clinic. Yeah. So you're the, you're the sex appeal, Zach. Yeah, my, yeah. my body is a sex clinic. And, uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of addiction going on there. No, that's uh, not true. No, that's not true. No. <laughs> I haven't had sex in months. <laughs> I haven't. I yeah, haven't. But that's where the energy comes yeah. from. Actually. But I'm looking forward to you coming to Australia, honey. Yes. See you later. See you later. Yeah, you know, we're going to um, be doing. But I mean, I mean, I, I do think that I understand my own psyche much better through the band because of the band. That's interesting. I, under I understand your psyche much worse than I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand your psyche much better and I would rather oh, not yeah. 
Yeah. Um, like, I guess it is, yeah, like quite a stressful microcosm from which or lens through which to view your life. Is that it amplifies all of those kind of like the you know anxieties and tensions and really elevates things from like you know in an emotional sense. I think it's weird because people like especially people that have heard the band before they've met me, and then sometimes they'll meet us and they'll say like things like, "Oh, you're kind of different to what I thought you'd be like," or. or I think sometimes people that have seen us play and then they haven't met us, they think we're going to be a bit like quite intense, maybe. Yeah, maybe a bit taller. Maybe a bit taller. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. They'll think that maybe we'll be a bit, depending on the show, but if we play a really hard one and I'm bleeding from the head or whatever, then people kind of go, oh, you're going to be very spooky. And then they meet you and they, they think, oh, actually, you're not. You're not to be honest, you're-, uh, you're exactly as I expected, Zach. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. To be honest with you. There yeah. you go. Okay, well, maybe they're just not fucking listening close enough, man. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but maybe that means your music is getting truer and truer, you know? Well, yeah, because then people go like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's funny because they go, oh, you're different to your whatever, your stage persona or whatever. And it's sort of like, it is kind of strange when you get on a stage to find out what, like, what's the, because, you know, you could be saying it, you could be doing anything. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You could be doing anything. So why is it that oh, I get on? Like, why is it that, that I'm doing that on the stage? Well, yeah, because they go to you, oh, this is the real you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the real you is nothing like your fucking weird person on the stage. But mm. it's like, well, you know, at, at some point you've got to reckon with the fact that you could have gotten on a stage and done anything and that's what mm. you've done. So you can't entirely disown whatever fucking... I don't know. At least for me personally, it's a bit like, why is why am I fucking doing this? Like, why can't I? Why? How come when I go on a stage, I don't go like, I love my wife, you know, and I do love my wife. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I want everyone to know it, but I don't tell any. You know, but that's not what I do. But other people get on stage and they go, I will. I'll, oh God, I can't stop thinking about how much I love my wife. Mm, you know, yeah. or like the well, fucking. You know, or, or, for me on the on the radio. I'm gonna propose to you on the Zoom <laughs> during the Zoom interview. Oh. Um, you know what I mean? Or they get up and they're angry about the fucking state of the world or politics. I guess the songs are angry about the state of the world. I would say so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But you know, you fucking know what I mean. Yeah. It is. It's like, why am I up there yelling about my? I mean, my dick. I mean, why is my dick coming into it so much? We got a new one about my dick, yeah. hot off the presses. Yeah, we got another dick song. Yeah, <laughs> got another, you know, not on the new, not on, not on the, the latest album. No, no, this is new shit, brand oh, new, fresh off the presses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that should, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, that must be coming from somewhere. Where's it coming from? Yeah. You're not playing, you know, it's not an artifice. I could know. be singing about, I could, I'd say, all right, I've already done like literally a nine minute song or some shit about my dick. Maybe this could be the record where I sing about how much I love my wife. Mm. No, nah, another dick song. Uh-uh. At a certain point, you got to take ownership for that. Yeah. And go, you know, why? Yeah. Could we call concentration uh, cock rock? Cock rock. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think it's so. more like yeah. Yeah. Soft I like rock. it. We should soft rock. Soft rock. Soft rock. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Did you, ever, I mean, did you ever try and write? Um. Did you ever try and write a, a, a legitimate song? Like maybe when you first started, like when you were much younger. Did you ever try and write I, a song? You know, I write so many songs. I love like I'm. I, I like sitting at my piano and I write. Like I love writing pop songs. 
I've got heaps of them, all of which would be more commercially viable and all of which Matt and Thrush have heard a billion times and they get them stuck in their heads. And my mother just... I often, okay, I literally, I like, because I'm a person that cannot remember names and I'm always like, honey, so what's this song from Crowded House, for example, now, blah, blah, blah. And I so often think that I'm I'm having this you know very poppy world famous pop song stuck in my head and I will sing it being like oh honey don't you love this song and I'll sing it and Zach will be like yeah okay whatever and I'm like so what's this who who wrote this again and then Zach will be like that's what I'm fucking singing in the shower the whole day I mean it's not an actual song and I swear to god he's really writing the best songs yeah, but we don't use them because I wouldn't even know. My mother just came up to me yesterday. She said, eh, why don't you ever, because I was sitting on the piano for about three hours. Mm-hmm. She said, why don't you go out and make a real career with these beautiful songs or whatever? I said, mom, because I want to be cool, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I told you she'd make an appearance, even if she's not here in the room right yeah. now. Yeah, we got, we got some, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Some of them I think about it because some of them are really nice. Mm. Should, should I record these? But I don't know. I don't know why I'm so averse to to mm. sing a song, to being a singer song yeah, writer, well, I'm much better at it than I am at whatever the fuck this is. That's not the thing you choose to do on yeah, stage. It know. doesn't feel right, but maybe it would feel right. I think it's just because, like, indie rock or singer-songwriter music or a lot of that stuff has just been so dreadful for about maybe, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously important exceptions. Mm. But for the most part, I mean, I don't know what you think. Okay. Just singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter music has just been fucking terrible for ages, and mm. so I guess I have no faith in it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm just—I don't want to. I don't know. We also have wild oats to sow in making wild confrontational music. I mean, we're not spring chickens anymore. Maybe we That's probably true. need to start making pop songs, but yeah, maybe we need the money. You got to do it now. You know what I mean? I think we're too old. Yeah, no one wants to watch me fucking sing pop songs anyway. I'm sure they will. No, you just got to do the classic Nick Cave thing where you, you know, you have your your wild, like, hectic, noisy music career, and then you become an elder statesman who sits down solo on a piano once you've got the fans. We don't have the fans. Yeah, we're still in our first got the fans, yeah. I listened to the the new Nick Cave, I knew when he was like five years old, Nick Cave record this week. It was terrible. Oh, really? Yeah, the one he, yeah, it was dog shit. Awful. Which one was that? Not awful. That Ghostine one? I don't know. You listen to it? I liked Ghostine. Okay, look, maybe I've got to listen to it again. I just had it on the background at the airport. I thought, oh, it's just bloody pads, isn't it? Mm. But maybe it's really bad. I didn't listen to any of his words. Yeah, I I do think that he... I kind of want him to move on from this period he's in where it's all kind of like grand epiphany ethereal sort of like yeah maudlin yeah i just yeah. thought some of the lyrics were really fucking bad like what was the last track on it where we were singing like the, the king of rock and roll like went to heaven or some shit i was like oh my god it's like if i had to like make a, it sounded like someone doing a piss take of a nick cave song right. kind of, you know the king of rock and roll would plant what's good we and planted a tree. <laughs> the tree gave birth to three dogs. The first dog was the devil. The second dog was love. The third dog ran away in a little rowboat saying, yeah. la la, do la la. 
oh, and I love you. And then he always does like a kind of, he'll just say some like fucking fable shit for like 10 minutes and then he'll do the direct line, you know, the, but I, but there is love, or, mm. but I still love you. Or, yeah. But keep love safe. Or, yeah. yeah. I think, I think this, this could be your first pop hit here, guys. There you go. Yeah. Tell me. You just, yeah. Three dogs. I think it's, it's as good as written. Three dogs. Yeah. Yeah. There's some ghost dog flying with a snake in its mouth yeah. into the treetop, but I love you. The and ghost dog's flying with a snake in the tree mouth, and I love you. Don't get pitted, so pitted like that. Well, actually, you know what? Well, actually, you know what? How did you come, how did you uh, how did you come across uh, Avon Terracore? How do you how did you guys cross paths? Um well I just you know I think what we 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 reached out to bokey versions first. Yeah. Just trying to get anyone to listen to our music. Yeah. And I reached out to a lot of people, but of course I bloody love bokey versions and Miles Miles Auckland stuff. Um and then yeah, we just kind of got the response of just like, oh, I'm into this. Peter and he'd, the, he'd been kind of grooming us. And then we started the grooming process. We played, you know, the Bokey versions NTS show. Yeah. And then uh, Adam Reed, who books as Schwet in Bristol, um, got involved as well. And then we we're just kind of flirting with each other a little bit. Bit of flirt. We we're just like flirting, testing the waters. Yeah. And then um Sorry, and then all of a sudden, you know, Avon Terracol was kind of coming into being at that point, sort of like nascent phase, and uh, they reached out to us to see if we wanted to do the first global. Country involved in in our <laughs> whole operation, rather yeah. than uh, Berlin or Melbourne, to have Bristol as well. Yeah, it was very much an email thing. We hadn't yeah. met them. We got they said they put it out before we'd met any of those people. Yeah, we were pen pals. Which was super pal. lovely. Yeah, but I, and then just recently, I lived for Brist in Bristol for four months with all those guys and. Yeah, love them to death. Now we know them. Yeah, they're great mates. Yeah, it's a great. Um, I think I think you know for me as a kind of fan, you know, Avon Terracore seems to just uh, be a be a wonderful um, distillation of what's exciting about Bristol music. I think. Hundred percent. That yeah, the like the support and the level of engagement in each other's projects, um, etc. You know, just like. Um, upping each other and like amping each other up um, and challenging each other. I think it's yeah, incredibly helpful. Also putting yeah. on the show, like, you know, like there's so many acts there that are um, just putting on a show when they're on the stage. And especially now, like yesterday, I was at um, Berlin Atonal Festival and just there is no show there. I mean, there was quite some nice acts, but you know, this kind of feeling of people are running up and down the room and this, I really like that. Yeah. I think that was nice. The first time we played, the first time we met a lot of them, not all of them, but some of them was us playing at ATC showcase in Berlin. Uh, and yeah, I think that was pretty like, like you said, it felt like, Oh, good people, little fucking, I feel mm. like the first time we met when we were at this gig uh, where Dali was playing. Some of them, yeah. but a lot of them we met for the first time in Berlin, like Keelan we met in Berlin and a lot of those people. And he said, you know, I think he said when he watched us, he felt like, oh, I was like, oh, I felt like kindred spirits from across the globe or something. Yeah. It was all very romantic. I think a lot of, yeah. 
It is romantic. Yeah. But then I got to know him and I don't relate to him at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we That's love him. Yeah. <laughs> we love him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're describing as well, I think, uh, you know, I, and this is beyond, this is deeper than music. I think it's just, it's just Bristol in general, but you know, there's no, um, there's no competition. You know, I think, I think everybody in Bristol just kind of wants each other to do well. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Not, not crush each other, you know. It's a lot less siloed than Melbourne for sure. We got a lot of love for Bristol because yeah. we, uh, yeah, I mean, we were fucking around for a while and really, I don't think anyone thought we were anything or gave yeah. a shit about us at all. Yeah. And it was very weird just kind of hitting Bristol and just like this sudden outweigh of, 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 of support and interest. Yeah. For us, it felt nuts because we didn't know anyone there. We never mm. met anyone there. And we couldn't work out how – I think Miles is probably the first person to know us, and it was yeah. just like dominoes. It was just like within weeks, yeah, like Adam and then just other people were messaging us. And before we'd even put out that second record, there was like people were messaging us that had heard it because it was just getting passed around. And mm. and we were there recently. People were saying, oh, man, circumcision, when that came out, everyone was fucking yelling, oh, oh you know. Someone cut my fucking dick off or whatever. It was like our cat. That was our group's catchphrase or whatever. I don't know. Mm. They've really yeah. felt this sense of like people are passing shit around here mm. that I thought, I don't know, it feels a bit, I don't know if I'm just detached from it, but it really felt like a lot of that in a lot of cities, I think, is is dying in terms mm. of like yeah. feeling like, I don't know, a lot of cities have particularly good DIY cultures or if they do, they're just not really in that same shape or that same format as they used to be because people i think it just kind of uh i don't know just the sort of the whole architecture of the internet has fragmented the way that we engage with things mm. and i suppose yeah like you know maybe it kind of helps that bristol is slightly smaller it does have that rich musical history as well but it also has those physical venues you know where, where people meet up and it's got those kind of community centers, if you will. Yeah. Like Mickey Zogs, Nude Radio, and, and all those these venues in very short walking distance. Those, yeah. You yeah. Know. And, you know, I, I felt like, you know, when I landed in Bristol, when we like first went to Bristol many years ago, like felt more support on like day one in Bristol than, you know, like in four years or whatever of making music in, in Melbourne in terms of like people just like stick up, like glue to it really quickly and, uh, People want to encourage each other's success. Yeah. Yeah. We love Bristol. And also more open-minded about music. You know, it's not like, oh, you either make punk music or dance music. And we don't think like Melbourne is very much genre specific, whereas Bristol does everything in between and flirts with the edges, with the margins. I think think news is good for that as well, you know, as being, uh, you know, truly truly encompassing you know disparate range of programming you know yeah definitely yeah. definitely um, well, also I feel like playing in melbourne people go oh this is we used to get called toxical <laughs> people would go oh this is toxic white male music i know we got you would get complaints we do things like circumcision or the slightly more kind of in your face numbers and you were almost once not um not booked for the for residency because someone at the the venue can I say the venue or is this yeah you can say the venue. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, it was like 
were at the toad and we were playing upstairs and um someone was walking up probably as Zach was doing circumcision and then like a week or two later it was talked about like if we get this monthly residency where we can play every week and then there was someone like being like no you can't book these people these are neo-nazis like you can't book them i was yeah. hearing them play and you know what's the line that he would assume some neo-nazism of i don't know maybe something about some sort of concentration camp somewhere something concentration camp holocaust and probably maybe i've said something german sounding and um yeah well we still got the yeah. residency after all we had to, to enter into an email thing but we were um, like yeah i feel like we get called out it's like a oh, toxic white male penis stuff oh yeah you know not all that much. I guess maybe more the uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the neo Nazi one was an odd one. Yeah. Um, but uh, then you, you know, I think in Bristol, we, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe <laughs> people still say that, but we haven't heard it. Yeah. But we have a very diverse fan bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not. <laughs> much, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not just like it's not fucking like I thought that it, my I thought my whole life was just going to be like fifty-two-year-old white men would be the Jesus. Yeah, 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 I thought it was it would be <laughs> most of the fan base, and, yeah. and it's thankfully. Uh, I think the not, um, the accusations of neo-Nazis are you know I think the song is I, I don't find the song to be particularly ambiguous about it being a kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this sort of confused examination of Jewish identity, right? And and sort of you know the the the, the psyche. Uh, yeah. This all, all, I think, I think it's all quite clear. And I mean uh, that is uh, frustrating sometimes with like very simple reviews that if if you say something like uh, something toxic masculine, it's kind of shocking that because it's not that hidden, like the meaning of the song, especially in Zach's lyrics, it, he spells it out for you. You know, it's yeah, that. Okay, it's, huh? Well, circumcision was too spelled out. Like when we used to do it, it wasn't, it, it was more, I think a better, it was, it was better for before the final version of it, I think was a bit fucking obvious mm. and was a little bit, you know, based on, us doing it at shows and people really misinterpreting it to mm-hmm. a level that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of had to at least break character a little bit more than I might have liked. Mm. Then, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like, you know, some people think like, oh, it's an anti-circumcision so anthem. So many people coming it's out like, and thinking yeah. it was this like powerful anti-circumcision anthem, which look, I'm, you know, for sure, whatever. But that wasn't... It's definitely not me being like, I want to come out here and tell people not to get circumcised for nine <laughs> minutes. It was a very, it's really That is why it. we decided to um, make a performance where we circumcise Matthew. We've been trying to get Matt to get circumcised as a press stunt for years, but he's a big baby about he's it. He's refusing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying in the study how it is uh, also good for preventing certain STI transmission. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to rationalize it and all. Yeah, I'm just I'm just so attached to that foreskin, and it is attached to me. Yeah, so. but you've had 30 years with that pants. Don't you want to try 30 years with a different one? And I, let you me know, just refer it. to that one Sex and the City episode where yeah. Charlotte gets her partner circumcised and he is running wildly lo- around the yeah. block 
getting really? laid. That's, that that is propaganda. That's the finest piece of television ever made in the episode of Sex in the City about whether Charlotte should try to work out if she should dump her boyfriend because he's not circumcised. I think this should be. Um, I think this should be filmed uh, for your next video by uh, by Max Killam Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> this should be the oh, next music cool. video. I think. Yeah, slow motion. Slow motion. Yeah. Brutal. I'm going to introduce you to a rather remarkable man. I'm going to introduce you to a rather remarkable man. I'm going to introduce you to a rather remarkable man. So with with the new album, uh, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? Um, did you set out to create a, a kind of a more a more sprawling opus of an album, you know, double length, uh, or yeah, was that something that you consciously set out to do, or was that something that just organically realised itself in in the uh, in the process? Bit of both. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to be sprawling opus? I think. Um, we wanted to be swampy, and we wanted to be swampy and vibey. Swampy, vibey, <laughs> and sleazy, and, and sleazy. lots less bright than probably, the previous stuff. Yeah, probably could have been shorter. There's no denying it. Uh, yeah, no, I think you know, and and we just uh, would have loved to fit it on one. To be honest, that was a very exp- very expensive that we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for the vinyl production. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that complicated. Would have loved if it was like yeah. three minutes shorter, or if we just cut out. I was a real purist about it because I was like, no, nah, we can't cut anything. Yeah, um, and, except for my foreskin. And probably I'll listen back to it now. <laughs> and I'll go. Oh. Of that, we're probably mm. going to cut half of sailing off or the whole song. Um, <laughs> no. um, I, I think I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, just like kind of like you know, uh, I guess maybe through being in the kind of like uh, you know, cabin fever lockdown situation, yeah, in uh, Cottbus, you know, there was just so much room for experimentation. Uh, that we just like kind of went down that rabbit hole of just like kind of like layers upon layers upon layers and um, overdubs and that sort of thing and just seeing where it would kind of like take us. Yeah. Um, drive us crazy. Deanna Vorms has how many fucking stems? Yeah, just like I think I was like over, well over 100 yeah. stems of, you know, uh, recordings, samples, vocal takes. Yeah, I think it also just could be thought it sounded like shit for most of it. So it was just like, yeah, it just, we just kept being like, ah. Oh, Finessing. Yeah, just finessing and finessing and finessing. It was just like, I call it polishing a turd. Like, I think, like, in future, I think on the next one, we're going to try a different way of doing things because I think that one was really, like, we're not good at letting things go, you know? I, so we'll them. I don't speak for everyone. Yeah, Thrush can drop shit in a heartbeat. We're just like, ah. Oh. And probably we should have just made 30 tracks and then, like, picked the five best ones and worked on those. But we were just working on these same five fucking things that didn't sound that good for ages. It would have taken us five minutes just to knock up something else that sounded better. But instead, we just kept working on these same ones over and over and over. And I think that kind of lent itself to them becoming big, sprawling kind of beasts because we just kept adding shit until they sounded good. And then that bit would, and then we'd get one bit sounding good, and the rest would have to sound as good as that. And then one bit would sound better. Everything's got to meet the best bit, you know. Mm, mm. But then, I mean, it came out pretty good, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. I love it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it now. But yeah. fuck, if I'd want to do it again, it was a miserable process. But I think it worked. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, and I, we can we can put that now to one side. That was that experiment. That was that. Uh, but we're not doing that again. Uh, no, sorry. 
Don't fucking make it, excuse me, we won't do it. <laughs> maybe we will. I don't know, maybe we'll do maybe it. We, will. we always say this. Yeah, we do always say it. <laughs> you should but do a triple album. Triple album. Yeah, I love to do that. Well, we had that idea a million years ago that it's like just doing like uh we wanted to do like a Brian Wilson smile kind of thing where mm. it's just like all the tracks are like 42 seconds mm. and they all lead on to and it's some huge sweet and yeah, one massive fucking sweet. Mm. But well, that'd be fucking brutal. We'll get around to it. Yeah, we'll get around to it. Mm. Nah, now we're doing we're doing bangers on the next one. Yeah. Um well I was gonna say, yeah, it's a you know editing is not something uh you, you kind of like to do really uh, you know did this new album was there a lot of editing a lot, a lot of pairing down in any way pairing up then pairing down yeah we, we paired any any pair you want we paired in yeah, all directions yeah, yeah yeah a lot of contorting it was like painting you know mm. but worse it was like <laughs> like painting with shit yeah it's <laughs> like uh no, it was, uh, yeah, no, I think it was a little, yeah, a lot of both, definitely. Uh, a lot of editing, a lot of like, mm, that's not going to work. Let's record a bunch of new shit. And trial and, that, trial and error. Big time. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a lot of just like, you know, mm, but I just think it kind of needs like something a little weird or like noisy. It's a, lot of, like, a lot of me just singing shit to... Mac on like, what about something that goes, yeah, yeah, you know, like a synth, and me being like, oh, I don't know if a synth can go, yeah, like if a bird was playing a trumpet, yeah, man, what if, (laughs) yeah, that's the process, yeah, a lot of it was like, you know, when those like shitty, like Seth Rogen or like James Franco movies, like there's always some scene where they'll like take mushrooms and the joke will be like them having bad ideas or something, and it'll be like, whoa, dude, blah, 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 blah. It was pretty much just that for like two years. Yeah. I was just having bad ideas. I mean, most of the rush is stuff. I mean, you get yourself done in like two minutes, huh? Yeah, man. It's all inside me. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, I mean, I also realized when we were talking about the lyrics that I, I actually write lyrics before, before the music is there. But then... I just record it spontaneously over it, but I do it the opposite way to you. Yeah. And it just mm. yeah, knocks out a rip of tape. May has heard yeah. like a beat for all of about fifteen seconds and then just bangs out five minutes of content delivering the lyrics in every style she knows imaginable. Yeah, she's a one take wonder. Yeah. We labor over I mean, I'm kinda of like that with my vocals as well. But then everything else is a lot of fucking around. Yeah. Mm. not anymore well you know it, it was a unique time to make an album right you know you the, the whole lockdown thing so you might as well utilize you might as well utilize that to make that kind of in a unique recording way yeah. to make a unique to. album i remember once uh, zach and uh, not zach matt came over where were you zach i really forgot or i don't know where you were but matt you once came over to my place just to get like moans from for for recording and so you came here again or i need a few moans here and a few moans there and then you wanted me to record that that end of who wants to fuck me where i put down zach you know like "Mm, you like it like that you know this kind of stuff 
And so we spent the whole evening recording this. And I'm like, where's Zach in this? This is a strange situation. Oh, he couldn't you? make it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys never told me about this. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach's busy. I, I need you to come over and record moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt's a very predatory producer of the band. Oh, well, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it was a beautiful evening. Yeah. Fucking better not have been. <laughs> it was really nice. <laughs> so, so, Matt, songwriter slash predator of the band. Yeah. yeah. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Slash producer. Yeah. The, the sad thing is that everyone, it's one of those things where everybody knows it, but no one says it. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. All of ATC knows, but they're all cowards. It's an open secret. It's an open secret. <laughs> they better not. So they would take that this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got anything coming up? What's next for good? What's next for concentration? What's happening? Yeah, same shit, isn't it? We've got to make more music and play more shows. Well, we've got, yeah, and then also we've got a show. We've got a show coming, <laughs> but also, oh, yeah, I want to, we want to get back in Europe, do a bunch of shows in the summer. We didn't do quite enough this time. Yeah. Uh, My plan to, 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 is that we finish this record when I'm in December. No more work, working too long on stuff. I come over, we record some editing sessions together done putting some bangers out no yeah, more bang, we're gonna bang out a newbie it's gonna be it's a, well, maybe no one will like it it's gonna be upbeat upbeat because the last one was downbeat mm. i think people will like it because we've been playing this one sh song from the new one and so many people have been telling me that was their favorite bit in the set really yeah so it's gonna be oh. fun we're going fun it's gonna be a bit fun. More, more from the hit factory. Hmm? Well, yeah, it's not quite. It's definitely not gonna be that. But it, yeah, we've been listening to a lot of the B fifty twos. Um, so mm -hmm. it's gonna be a lot of the B fifty twos. So yeah. I expect like kind of love shack, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And like dance was. Uh, what's this thing? Dance this mess around. I think dance yeah. this mess around is a good vibe. Yeah, I'm very probably that. Yeah. Probably my biggest vocal influence is Fred Schneider from the B-52s. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. The Love Shack, baby! It's going to be a lot of that. Uh, better, better. Yes. Your dick. Although yeah. he does do songs about his he dick. He did do a song about his dick. His solo project, his main hit was about his dick. What was it? Monster in My Pants. Banger. Yeah, but that's, a, that's a monster in my pants. <laughs> well, you've heard it now. You've heard it now. <laughs> It's a real song by Fred. Yeah, and then the chicks are still in it though. And they go, "Get out of there, monster!" When I heard this song existed, I was like, "This is, this is going to be my favorite song of all time." I was like, "I can't wait to listen to Monster in My Pants" by Fred Schneider. Is there anything better? And then I looked up "Monster in My Pants" by Fred Schneider, and it kind of sucked. <laughs> it broke my heart because I'm, I'm in theory Fred Schneider going, "There's a monster in my pants," and it does a little dance. It's like, you know, what more could you want? But it's it is unfortunately very similar to what I just did. Yeah, I think uh, uh, you can you can only dream that you can reach those kind of creative heights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, maybe mm. we'll get that. I mean, it's not dissimilar to the music we're about to make. And your single's called "Smart Toilet." Mm, and that's a scoop. Oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to say. Uh, no, no. But it's kind of you, our monster. You did do an album. 
he did do an album in the sort of mid nineties that I actually quite liked. Uh, quite 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 heavy. French United did. Yeah. Uh, it is. What's it's it called? Got, it's just got his. It's just got his big face in the front on the front cover. Nothing else. But it's actually right. I believe it, man. That guy rocks. I mean, man, him on Love Shack. That guy's chewing the fucking scenery. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, totally. It's like everything he does, man. Go back, listen to that tune. Everything he fucking says is just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, imagine just having like you got nothing to do on the song. You've literally just got to say random shit between all the melodies. If I can give that to anyone on earth, they wouldn't know what to do with it. They'd be like, uh, the Love Shack. I don't know what you do. Ooh, Love Shack. Yeah, we're at a Love yeah. Shack. Yeah. Yeah, that fucking guy. Oh, my God. On the door, baby. He is flying. Yeah. yeah. Up, you you mixed all his ideas. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to... I'm gonna leave it there, guys. Um <laughs> I need to go to work. Yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> yeah. about this. I, I'm also aware it's like nearly nearly eleven uh in in, in uh where, where are you? Uh Thrush? Yeah, Germany. I'm in Berlin. I'm in You're Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm already um <laughs> losing my concentration, but I'm um very much enjoying the conversation. Uh yeah, I hope you said anything that was at all interesting and it wasn't just Maybe. You gotta back yourself. Well, that was the best interview the okay. Tom's ever done. Right, I can right. guarantee it. Can't be worse than Elon's yeah. talent, can it? up, guys. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll edit something that works. Don't worry, guys. Okay, yeah. thanks, Tom. <laughs> appreciate it. No, 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 uh, but yeah, no. In all seriousness, I really appreciate uh, appreciate your time, guys. Uh, I love the new album, and uh, I will be keeping. Both eyes peeled for a London show. If, you, if you're in London, I'll, I'll be all over it. Um, we can't wait till we're, we're doing one. Yeah, should be time time mission, yeah. But we got one. Yeah. Oh, nice one. I'll, I'll be all over it. Yeah, that'd be wicked. And uh, yeah. and Sorry. yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Matt, Zach, and Thrush. Thank thanks you a lot. So and uh, yeah, yes. keep keep rocking. Yeah. Keep rocking the free world. Thanks so much yeah. for having us, man. It's been a oh, pleasure. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Well, See you around. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. That was uh, concentration. Uh, Matt, Zach, and Thrush. Um, oh, I really enjoyed that one. Loved it. And uh, it's nice sometimes I can just kind of... Uh, Ask a question and uh, they they uh, they they're off <laughs> they're off on their own um, shtick and uh, that's great. Uh, I feel like Zach has a sort of a wind up. It's almost like you sort of wind him up like a wind up toy. You kind of just uh, wind them up a bit and then let him go. Uh, all great stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, th- that will be. I think that might be the uh, the last. Uh, that will be the last uh, podcast uh, episode of the year. Um, I try. I do try to sort of end it off, sort of finish it off around sort of November, uh, uh, sort of December, and uh, we'll have a, I'll have a little break. I'll have a little Christmas break, and I'll be back uh, sort of last weekend of uh, February with the next guest. Um, do check out uh, their latest album. Um, aren't you going to introduce me to my friend? Uh, it really is brilliant. It's um, uh, an absolutely kind of kind of crazy swamp merc. Uh, all kinds of just um, um, like I explained in the intro, just a 
a mess of all, all kinds of crazy disparate genres all put together in a in a uh, horribly fascinating um, uh, meld. Uh, and it's yeah, it's one of my favourite records of the year. Really, really brilliant. Um, uh, I, I will have links uh, and captions uh, to all their various social media, whatever in the uh, caption thing. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, just and again, a big thanks to Zach, uh, Thrush, and Matt for uh, giving me their time and uh, straddling complicated time zones to do so. Much appreciated. Thrush was actually looking like she's about to fall asleep by the end of it. Um, so there you go. It's, it's the end of the year, so I just want to say uh, another shout out. Um, I, I just want to a big thanks to Jane uh, for all his um, artwork he does for the podcast. Uh, thanks a lot, pal. It's much appreciated. Uh, really, really special artwork. Thanks to um, uh, I Know I'm an Alien or uh, Lule for um, uh, the, all the sort of sound design he does, all the kind of radio interruptions and sound blips and whatever uh, that he does. Great stuff. And thanks to Billiam uh, for the theme tune. So just a, just a big thanks to those guys for their help uh, with the podcast over the year uh, in the. Uh, in the year and and another big thanks to the guys to, to everyone that's been on it so you know arch femesis uh lule himself uh reckless randy uh concentration um vildez um i do believe that's everybody this year uh just just big thanks for them for taking part i really enjoy it i really, I really love doing it and i want to keep doing it and keep going with it um so i'll see you in february uh, and just another, and just another request. If you do like the podcast and you and you like what I do, uh, do do give it um, a five star rating on Spotify or, or on Apple Podcasts and give it a give it a little written review if you're feeling particularly generous on Apple. Uh, it really does help. Uh, and also check out my other my other stuff. I've got a um, got a radio show at Arja in Deptford. It's not my main show. Uh, I have the occasional show at Nudes Radio. In fact, coming up, I've got a couple of Nudes specials. You heard it here first. Um, uh, I'm doing a special on the the sensational Alex Harvey band, celebrating their 50th uh, anniversary of their debut album, and I'm going to be doing an 80th anniversary, uh, sorry, an 80th birthday for Frank Zappa. Uh, they're all coming up mid to late December, both both of them. Uh, so yeah, do check them out. Um, and I have uh when this comes out there will be that sunday there will be uh my spin static show for 1020 radio and i've got a website and i got and i'm on instagram and i'm on all the rest of it so there you go anyway cheers guys have a good new year i'll see you in february all the best angels on your body peace out 